You're listening to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a spiritual baddie who is passionate about real transformation. These raw and unfiltered conversations are meant to break off limiting beliefs and leave you feeling more free to be your truest self. Let's dive deep. Hello everyone, welcome to Glow Radio. Today we have a special guest with us, Aria. She is someone that I met on social media and I love how Instagram just brings like-minded people together. So I'm very excited to dive into our conversation today. Welcome, Aria. Thank you, I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So for those who don't know you, could you tell us a little bit about what you do and your background, just anything you'd like to share? Yeah, sure. I would love to. So my name is Aria Yaguarete and what I do, I call myself a heart guide. And what that basically means is I help people connect in with the truth of their hearts and allow that to be their guide let's say that's probably the simplest way to describe it. But really what that entails is helping people move through difficult transitions, like painful endings, like divorces or losses and helping them see their pain and transition through it into a space of opportunity and possibility and seeing the gifts within that and then creating a life that is aligned with them. So it's really amazing work in that process. There is self-discovery that takes place. There's healing that takes place. I'm an energy healer as well as part of the work that I do. And it's, it's really powerful stuff. I love that. I feel like that is so in line with kind of what I do as well, like just helping people come into alignment with themselves. So I really, I really love everything that you are doing. What kind of inspired you to take on this career path? Yeah, so quite a bit, several big life changes, I would say. And I can share a bit of my story if that's okay with you. Okay, great. So I used to have a very different life. Uh, I used to be working in the corporate world. I worked in marketing and public relations. I had a pretty senior position. I was getting paid multiple six figures, traveling the world. I was married, living in a big house in the suburbs, and pretty much had created the life that everyone tells you will bring you joy and will bring you happiness. And in my eyes at that time, the last missing piece was having a child. Like once I have a child, everything's going to be perfect and I'm just going to be so happy. And actually the day um, I found out I was pregnant, I had also gone to my partner and said, I'm so deeply sad and I'm so depressed and I don't know why, because look at my life on the surface. It's so beautiful. So when I found out I was pregnant, It felt like the skies had opened and my saving grace was here. And I got so excited about it. I became very preoccupied with the pregnancy is all that I thought about. And then a couple of months in, about three months into my pregnancy, I ended up having a miscarriage and it completely shattered me. I kind of went even lower than the low I had the day that I had or right before I had found out. 
And in that process, I ended up looking for answers. I went to a spiritual intuitive, a psychic, you can call her. And she told me that I had more work to do before a child was going to come in. And I was like, okay, well, what is this work? And a bunch of different breadcrumbs presented themselves. And I ended up having my spiritual awakening, ended up going to my first moon circle and feeling like I was at home and really dove into the spiritual world and what that meant for me. And that progressively looked like me also looking at my past, how I had done, how I identified um, myself or who I identified myself as, who I was as a person, how my past, my conditioning from my childhood had impacted me and influenced me. And I started to look around and realize that I was recreating my childhood and had also created a life that was completely out of alignment with who I truly was. So over a pretty much a three to five year span, I ended up leaving my marriage, walking away from my corporate job, and then moving across the country to live in a small town in the mountains, which is where I am now. So in that part, in that journey, what I ended up really discovering and seeing was that my purpose here is to help people. And I want to help our planet versus contributing to the issues that I feel like are prevalent. So I really discovered a new aspect of myself and these abilities that I had to help people and to do it from a level that Western medicine doesn't really provide. And that's kind of how my business and my life's work unfolded. There was a bunch of things in the interim that contributed to that, but in my own journey of honoring my truth and listening to my own heart and allowing that to be my guide, I discovered all of these incredible tools and methods and ways that I could also support others in doing that for themselves in a way less messier version than I had done (laughs) trying to stumble through it all. So long story short, that is a part of the journey of what got me into this work. That sounds so amazing. I feel like just hearing you speak literally gives me chills because I can feel your energy so strongly. And I just love hearing stories of such extreme transformation. I feel like that's what I look for in life and just what I love to talk about. So I have so many questions. I'm excited to just dive deeper into your story. So I'm curious, were you always into spirituality or did it kind of happen all of a sudden? Like how, how was that process for you? No, I definitely wasn't. Um, I grew up in a household that had more of a religious basis. So I have a Polish background. So I was grown, uh, raised to be Catholic. I went to Catholic schools. By the time I was in grade six, I already knew that the church was not for me. I didn't believe some of the systems that they had. So I didn't have any beliefs. At that point, I would make jokes about how I think we're just alien science projects and I don't know what happens when we die, but there wasn't really a spiritual element to my belief system. And I don't know if that was really the cause of it, but I had a lot of negativity and deep sadness and anguish that I was carrying throughout my life. So we came to Canada as an immigrant family. So we moved here when I was two years old. 
Um, and I was an only child. I'm still an only child. And my household wasn't overly functional, let's say. Um, so my father is an alcoholic. My mother was always working. And I grew up in a pretty unstable environment, especially emotionally unstable, which brought up a lot of confusion and a lot of anger and not a lot of space to process what was going on or support to process it. So I had transmuted all of this confusion that I had about life and got very angry at the world. I was scared of people. I had, my walls were, were huge around me. I always felt like I needed to protect myself because if I couldn't even trust my parents, how could I trust anybody else in this world? And I basically, what I did was I applied what I thought was the formula for happiness, which was get the great job, make good money, look good, have nice things, have the husband, create the family, everything will be perfect. Clearly that didn't work. So as I was discovering these things, as I was checking off the boxes on my list for what I thought I needed in my life and realizing that it wasn't bringing me joy, that is when I started to open myself up to, okay, well, maybe there's more in life. So, or more to life. And when I went to this first moon circle that I had alluded to earlier, I was terrified going. I had visions of moon circles being these like black magic spaces where voodoo, like, you know, voodoo stuff is going on. The things that you see in the movies are in craft. Um, and I was terrified going in. I did not know what to expect. And once I was there and saw the community of women, hearing women speak up very courageously about their own life experiences, I actually ended up sitting between two women that had lost their own babies. So, so synchronistic. I started to become even more intrigued and more curious. And the discovery started to evolve from there. I feel like I can relate to so much of your story. I feel like since I started diving into all my childhood trauma and all that stuff, I also realized how I was attracting a life that was so similar to my childhood. So, cause I also grew up in a very religious family. My family was very Christian and throughout my whole, like all my younger years, I just felt like there was something more and it was, it was so fear-based how I grew up and I just felt like we shouldn't be living in fear. So I think that's, that's also what kind of sparked my curiosity about spirituality. And I was also very scared when, when I first started diving into it because, you know, the way I grew up, we were taught that these things were from the devil or from like demons and all that stuff. And while there is a lot of that, just like, energy like dark energy that can be present I feel like there's so much more um, in the light and like positivity that can come out of it too so that is amazing so how did you decide to start your business like after you left your marriage your your career like what was that process like was it were you kind of lost at first or did you have an idea of what you wanted to do right off the bat so I had actually started my business while I was in corporate so I started doing energy work and energy healing while I was doing my corporate job and I was doing it on the side and I was absolutely why can I think of I was absolutely amazed 
by what was coming up in these sessions with people. I couldn't believe that an absolute stranger could walk into my space. We could talk very minimally about, you know, very basic things. And then I could tap into their energy and get all of these downloads and insights about their deepest fears and what they struggle with and who they are without them actually speaking it to me. It, I, it blew my mind and I was really astounded at the depth that I found in people and the goodness in their hearts. And it, it really transformed my relationship with, with humans in general. I love people now. <laughs> I was not in that space prior. So I was doing it part-time and I loved it. It lit me up. And the more I did my business on the side, the more my corporate job felt misaligned for me. I was like, what am I doing? I'm just adding to consumerism. I worked in the entertainment industry. I'm like, I'm just helping people distract themselves but really what I want to be doing is helping them change their lives. So it was progressive for me when I left my corporate, I didn't know what my business was and I did have that to step fully into, um, but it was very much a big transition, even walking away from corporate where you have this secure income, where my ego was so happy with my corporate job. I had crazy perks, was traveling the world, great money. And I was walking away from that into a space of uncertainty because I wanted to make a difference and I wanted to help people. And I just knew deep and down that that's deep down that that's what I needed to do. So it was a progression for sure. But the jump from corporate into my business full time was a massive, massive leap because I hadn't put that much energy into my business. So, and so I didn't have a secure client base or anything like that to fall back on. It was quite the adventure. <laughs> I feel like those leaps are kind of what makes life so exciting. I feel like that's, that's really when you are listening to your intuition and the universe is truly helping you out. So I'm, I'm so happy to hear that that leap turned out so well for you. Thank you. Honestly, the amount of leaps that I have done in my life, and I'm going to share this just because for the listeners as well, it feels so scary to, to take any kind of leap of faith, right? Whatever it might be, whether it's leaving your corporate job or walking away from a marriage or just making a decision that really scares you, you don't know what's on the other side of it. But what I really noticed and felt was that the more I took these big leaps, the more confident I became, the more I trusted myself, the more I trusted the universe that it would catch me. When I was leaving my marriage, before I had made the decision, whenever I thought about him and I no longer being together, I was terrified. I thought I would end up taking my life if I was ever alone. So that was the biggest fear of my life. And when it it came to a point where I was like, no, I need to leave. I'm betraying myself being in this. This isn't an environment that I want to raise my children in. I was terrified that I, I was like, I don't know that I'll be able to survive this. I truly don't know. And I made that leap and landed and was okay. And then was able to then a year later walk away from my corporate job because I knew that I would be okay. And then move across the country again a year after that, even though I didn't know anybody there because I knew that I would be able to support myself and I knew that the universe would take care of me as well. I love that. I feel like I agree with that so, so much because in my past, I feel like I've 
definitely taken a lot of leaps and some of them happened when I wasn't in alignment with myself. Like I've always had a very entrepreneurial spirit. I've left a lot of jobs. I also used to work in marketing and some of those, a lot of those actually didn't end up working out. And I realized it's because I had to let go of more things that were kind of holding me back before I could get to a place that's, you know, closer to where I want to be. And like yourself, I feel like I, I used to be in a very toxic relationship for over a decade, for 13 years, we were engaged. And I had wanted to leave that relationship for so long. I feel like my intuition kept telling me to leave, but I was just ignoring it because I was so afraid because at that time I wasn't very financially stable. I didn't have a good relationship with my parents. So I was like, where am I going to go if I leave this relationship? Where am I going to live? How am I going to support myself? But the moment I made that decision, everything just started falling into place because I was able to move in with my best friend, like just a couple months later, career opportunities started coming. And it was crazy that so much fear was holding me back. But once I just let go of that, everything came together. So I can completely relate with what you just said. Oh, I love that so, so much. Those stories of those leaps of faith are it's true what you said earlier. It's what makes life so absolutely incredible and magical. <laughs> For sure. I'm curious, are you familiar with your astrology at all? Oh my goodness. I've been asked this before. Yes. And sometimes I forget. So Go ahead. What's your question? <laughs> well, first, let's start with your sun sign. What is your sun sign? Yeah, my sun sign is Aries. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you know your your moon, your rising, the other stuff? Yeah. So I believe my moon, I think my moon is a Leo moon and a Sagittarius rising or it might be flipped, but I know I'm a triple fire because wow. um, they're all fire signs. Yeah. What about you? I am a Pisces and I am a Virgo moon and a Virgo rising, but I have a lot of kind of like hidden fire in my chart. Like my, my Mercury sign is an Aries. So that's like how I communicate, how I process information, how I learn. And just like some other nuances in there. But that's always so interesting to find out. It makes sense that you kind of took this leap to move across the country. Or yeah, I feel like that's a very Sagittarius slash Aries thing to do. <laughs> so I love totally. that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love hearing about that stuff because I'm such an astrology nerd. So it's always interesting to find out. I love it too. I just have terrible memory when it comes to where my signs are. I'm always double checking it. I should probably just have a reference chart on my phone, but I really do believe it quite strongly with it. And I work with our moon cycles and, and things like that. So yeah, it is quite, it is quite entertaining to see where a person's chart aligns with some of the decisions that they make in their life, right? And how closely they are connected. Totally. I, I love diving into this stuff. I'm also curious, do you know what your, your human design type is? Yes. What so is I'm it? a man, I'm a manifesting generator. 
Okay, awesome. I am a generator. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you, well, now I just want to go into analyzing you. Now I'm like, so you are probably, <laughs> and it makes sense, right? I'm, I'm sure the listeners know this about you. So you are quite business savvy, super organized, hardworking, make things happen, which is the perfect formula to be successful in the business world. For sure. In the business world, I mean, not in the business world. I mean, having your own business in the entrepreneurial or solopreneurial world. That's incredible. Did I get that right? Yeah, that is interesting. One one thing I would note is that, yeah, like Virgos are supposed to be very organized, but I feel like it's more like I'm organized, but in my own way, I'm kind of like an organized mess, if that makes sense. Like <laughs> totally. I, I know what's going on, like in my mind, but to other people, it might look a little bit chaotic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I love that. But yeah, I feel like diving into these like modalities just taught me so much about myself, especially the human design. Like once I learned that I was supposed to respond to life instead of initiating, I feel like that just changed my life, like changed everything. I, I noticed it because one thing when I was younger I would always get angry at my parents for not asking me questions and I realized that's because of I guess my generator type where I like to respond to things I want to be asked I want to be given things that I can respond to so just learning that helped me so much because in our society we're always taught to like initiate or kind of go Mm -hmm. after what you want but I feel like you can still do that but just in a different way, depending on your unique strategies. Yeah. And that's actually been quite a bit of an adjustment for me because I, you know, went to business school, worked in corporate, very masculine dominated industry where everything was about take initiative, make things happen, go get the things. And in a spiritual based business, at least the way I like to connect with mine is more from a space of receptivity, right. And that responsive piece my conditioning is so much around go and make it happen. And I feel that sometimes it's, I, I, I burn time and I burn energy trying to make things happen versus taking a step back and leaning back and saying, okay, universe, bring to me who I'm here to help or how I can help and let me respond to that so I can really, really relate. What are some tips you have for listening to your intuition? Because I feel like that's a question I get a lot. Like a lot of my followers don't know how to listen to their intuition. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone has kind of their own takes on it as well. So something that I will often guide people through in terms of listening to their intuition is really taking notice of how it feels in your body when you are making a decision. So almost taking a simple, a simple choice, like say you hate pickles and you love apples, right? And connecting in with how does it feel in your body when you are choosing to eat a pickle that you know you hate? How does, what's the sensation? Do you compress? Does, is there tension in your stomach? Is there a loud no that you hear? Versus how does it feel when you are choosing the apple that you love? Do you feel open? Do you feel expansive? Do you feel excited? And I really feel like it's 
quite simple, but it takes practice and self-awareness, right? To really connect in with that of, okay, does this, does this make me feel more at ease on some level and more excited? Or does it make me want to close and hide or, or cringe? And there's, you know, there's more complicated ways to kind of speak to that in the sense of, well, what if there's something that you really want to do, but it scares you and it's out of your comfort zone. So then these fears come up. It's still, it's visualizing yourself in the end result. So say you're really nervous about public speaking, but you have this, there's something within you that also gets really excited about it and you get the opportunity to speak on stage. Your initial response might be like, oh no, I can't do that. But when you close your eyes and you picture yourself on stage, it really lights you up. It's all of the in-between and how you're going to get there and how you're going to pull it off and how you're going to deal with your nerves and what you're going to say that's actually causing the fear versus your inner intuition and your inner knowing is lit up by the experience. So it's when our ego and our mind tries to make the decision for us that it gets a little bit convoluted. So I find that the visualization practice really, really helps and just noticing the subtleties in the body when you imagine yourself making that choice. I love that description so much. I feel like that's been kind of something on my mind lately, but I haven't found the words to kind of put it, yeah, put it together. So I feel like you described it very, very well because there have been times in my life where I feel that fear at first, but when I visualize myself doing the thing, it, it makes me really excited. So that's when I know that I'm in alignment, but there's times when my ego is kind of fighting me or like, I'll, I'll be very impatient sometimes, for example, like in my business, I'll be thinking about launching a certain thing or doing a certain task. And because of, I guess my my past experiences, I'll try to push through it. But then I know that I'm feeling resistance from the universe for a reason, like kind of telling me to slow down or it's not time yet. And then I'll have this battle between my ego and my higher self. So I feel like that's, that's definitely something that, yeah, I've gone through. And especially with that past Aries moon that we just had, I felt like a lot of that impatience coming up. But after the moon passed, I felt such a big release. And yeah, that was just amazing. <laughs> yeah, the release part for sure. I think everyone was really, really feeling that moon. Um, it was quite intense in many ways. And actually what comes up for me when you share that is I feel like a lot of us were really being shown some of our past behaviors and past ways of being that we typically would turn to in moments of stress or trying to figure things out or problem solve. And those all came to the surface so that we can see what our tendencies are in terms of how we want to react and respond. And the universe was like, now you're done with these. You need to put them aside, no longer engage with them in this new world and this new future that you're entering into that is no longer you and how you behave. So I bring that up to you because I wonder if that, you know, that, that desire to, to act and for it to happen quickly is how maybe you've been in your past that hasn't always served you. And then the new moon's like, let me light this up for you <laughs> to look at. 
Yes, completely. I feel like that's exactly what it was because in the past, like I was mentioning, I, I started a lot of entrepreneurial business projects and I felt like I constantly wanted to make them happen really quickly. And uh, like, I know in my mind, like Rome wasn't built in a day, but for some reason I always wanted to complete things like in a day or even like a week, just a very unrealistic timeline. But I've been really, I guess, battling that for the last few years. And finally, now I feel like I have more of a sense of what my intuition is telling me and learning to just slow down. I think a lot of it before was, from like a fear of missing out kind of like I wanted I wanted to build something to kind of run away from my past because I had so much anger like towards my family I was like I just need to build something so that I can be independent and away from them so I, I realized that was kind of like the source of all that impatience and this desire to build things quickly but now that I trust the universe and I know that everything is going to happen in the right timing it's it's helped me slow down a lot. Mm, I love that you just shared that and I can relate to it on so many levels and especially becoming an entrepreneur. My, and for some reason, I've always had these ideas that things are just going to happen super quickly for me. Like I thought when I left my marriage, there'd be 20 guys lined up waiting for me being like, we've been waiting this whole time, <laughs> you know, all of my Prince Charmings and I can just pick which one I want. And same with starting my business full time. I just thought I would see all the results super quickly. And the biggest lesson that I've learned and, and continue to learn especially with my triple fire is, is the patience and is the trust in the timing. And can I continue to show up consistently with and wholeheartedly, even when I'm not seeing immediate results and trusting that it will come when it's supposed to. Yeah, it's, it's definitely such a battle. I feel like I, I also talk about it a lot, like in my coaching, cause I talk about manifestation a lot. So yeah, I feel like I have to remind myself too, because I think that things are going to happen right away. And usually we see that point of breakthrough for someone and we think that it happens so quickly, but we don't see those years of struggle that happened like way beforehand. Because I use my life as an example all the time. Like I, I was able to manifest my current dream partner in less than three months, but I had 13 years of like struggling before that. And even more so, I guess you could even count my childhood as struggles because those were kind of leading up to the point where I was able to find my current partner. And even in my career, like it's, it's kind of happening steadily now, but I also went through decades of trial and error with different projects and things like that. So I feel like a lot of people don't see those years of struggle and they think that when you manifest something it's going to happen right away but but sometimes things take time and I also have to remind myself of that too mm, totally and when you go on social media no one's celebrating well I'm grinding it out again today or still no sales or whatever it is like people don't talk about that people are like oh look how much money I made or look at my amazing partner or look at where I'm traveling to but 
exactly what you said. They don't talk about how they've been working on making this trip happen for the past 10 years or that there were times when they didn't think that they would make any money in their business or whatever it is, right? So that's such a powerful reminder. And I think it's so important for the listeners to really remember this remember that what you see isn't the full story and that the universe is supporting you and is delivering the things that you want and they will come but like comparing yourself to others and their timelines is just going to make you feel like crap (laughs) yeah exactly exactly So I'm curious here, I want to rewind a bit. So when you were deciding to leave your marriage, leave your career, what kind of started that in your mind? Like what made you question kind of leaving those situations and building something else? Yeah, so my marriage, I think there was a lot of subtle things going on. I actually didn't, wasn't planning on leaving the marriage. I had no there wasn't a buildup. There was basically what had happened was my partner had crossed a boundary of mine that I had told him from when we had started dating. If you ever cross this boundary, I will walk away. So the boundary got crossed and I had to make a decision in the moment. Well, I didn't have to, I chose to make the decision to leave. So within a day, my whole world changed and his whole world changed. And I said, this is over and we need to figure this out. So That was a really big step for me in honoring my worth and my truth. But what I was seeing leading up to that was how much of a toxic environment my household had become and how much it was like my childhood. And when I thought about bringing children into the household that I had created, it made me very uncomfortable. And I didn't want to recreate what I grew up in for these children. So they were a very big catalyst for me, these spirit babies that are out and about, probably still hanging around me, making sure I make all the right decisions before they come in. And then with corporate, the timing, it just came to me as, you know, actually the timing in corporate was I had done everything I had wanted to in my career. I had, there was nothing left that I still wanted to experience. And I felt complete with it and the job felt and the career felt so misaligned that I was like, now is the time I need to leave. I'm physically ill when I'm at work. I am unhappy. Why am I here? I don't need to stay. I don't, you never need to stay in a situation where you are feeling unwell or under, I felt valued in my corporate job. I didn't feel valued in my marriage, but there's a whole lot of story in that. You never need to stay in a situation that does not light you up. You have the right to choose differently and make those changes. And I gave myself the permission to do that. And that's what my, what, that's what supported me in leaving both of those. That's amazing. I feel like that's, yeah, definitely a very brave step. And I like that you, you kind of touched on how, like your marriage, you didn't, you didn't feel valued, but you felt valued in your career. And sometimes even when everything kind of looks great on the outside, like your career, it could still not be in alignment with yourself. And I feel like that is such a key point and kind of reminds me because I've gone through multiple 
jobs in my past career and some of them were really horrible like I felt very unhappy and I just wanted to leave and it wasn't right for me but my most recent position actually it was it was my quote-unquote dream job at that time I manifested it and but as the time went on I just felt like it wasn't in alignment with me anymore even though it was what I had wanted at one point in my life and it's funny because in the past I actually had quit a lot of positions whenever I felt uncomfortable and like it wasn't aligned with me but this time it was harder for me to let go because I was like everything is so amazing you know my boss, I had a really good relationship with him, just everything was going so well. But this time the universe actually stepped in because I was laid off during the pandemic. And I knew that was a sign uh, for me to do what really light me up. So it's just interesting how the universe works in that way. Oh, I absolutely love it. And I can also relate. So I manifested my husband at the time and I had a, a list of every single trait that, that, that he would have. And I had all of these practices that I did where I could already feel him before he showed up. And that's what I wanted then. And that's what I, you know, that's what I thought I wanted. And you can change your mind with time. And it's also very cool how the universe will step in. And anytime someone tells me that they've experienced some kind of a loss or ending or unexpected event, I'm usually like, okay, well now let's look at it. What are the gifts in this? Because anything that's happening to you that really shakes you is here to either heal you, redirect you, um, or teach you something. So it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. So let's work with that energy. And you are a perfect example of that, right? Yeah, I love that. I feel like that's like a constant reminder that I tell myself too, because in the past I would feel so discouraged when one thing didn't work out when I tried a business project didn't work out I would feel so discouraged but now when I work with people I always tell them that life is a process of trial and error it's okay for a a job to not work out it's okay for a relationship to not work out because you were probably at a different place when you started that position and now you're also at a different place where you might need or want different things. So it's, it's okay to change your mind and kind of go through these ebbs and flows in life. hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so now being the place where you are at now, um, what is like a piece of advice you would give someone who is in a position where they're unhappy, where they're kind of at a career that they're unhappy with or a relationship, what is your advice for them? So my advice to them for them is that get very clear on what you want. What is it that you want? If there was no limit on time, energy, resources, if you could just dream up your ideal job, career, relationship, home, whatever it might be, that's really important. And if you don't know, that's okay too. start asking the question and the universe will start showing you, right? It's like, okay, well, what, how could life get better? Show me how could life get better? Or even go on Pinterest and just 
pin photos that inspire you. You don't need to, need to even understand why they inspire you. But the vision of it will start to clarify for you. You'll have someone tell you about their epic job and you'll be like, I want that. Or you'll come across some photos of a beautiful destination. You're like, I want to live there. So that part I feel is crucial because then you have a destination. You have a vision of what you want to create and the universe does as well. It's like, okay, well, what can I help you in creating? How can I support you in this? And when you are in this difficult situation, you know, and that might feel far away, but it's like, okay, well, let's assume I'm going to get there. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to have those things that I desire. What action do I need to take right now? Do I need to maybe, so maybe you have a dream relationship. Maybe it's just having a conversation with your partner about this is the vision for a relationship that I want. Can we work with this and can we make it happen? Maybe it's leaving the relationship. Maybe it's making a certain amount of money in advance so then you can invest in the business that you want to create. So once you know the destination, then you can look at, okay, well, what actions do I need to take right now to get closer? Even if it's small steps um, and then just putting one foot in front of the other, the universe will always put breadcrumbs down for you to follow and look into and it will, it will happen for you. Um, it's just having that trust and that faith and being clear on what you want. If you're teaching manifestation, you probably share that all the time, right? It's like the clearer you get, the easier it'll be for the universe to deliver it. Yeah. I feel like I really like how you put that because yeah, sometimes it's like, you don't know how you're going to get there, but I feel like it's not really up to you to figure out the how all you need to do is tell the universe what you want and the universe is going to slowly show you how I feel like that's kind of how I got to the place where I'm at now because when I got laid off from my previous job I had no idea what I wanted to do and I was just focusing on resting and playing at that time because I spent so much of my life being like this overachiever from my trauma so I was just focusing on resting being instead of acting and then all of a sudden this this random day I was led to take this business course on coaching and I thought I never wanted to be a coach again because previously I've been a personal trainer and a health coach years ago and I thought that I never wanted to do that like something like that again but once I was led to the course, I realized I wanted to be like the spiritual dating coach, helping people with their relationships. And I didn't even know that desire was inside of me, <laughs> but because I put that intention out, the universe was able to show me and then guide me to my path. Oh, I love that so much. And something that people forget or maybe don't realize is that you, when you're focused on the how, you only have a limited perception of what's possible, right? Based on your life experience and what you've seen. The universe sees all of the paths, all of the opportunities. So when you take on the how, like, no, I'm going to figure this out, then you're limiting how it can even happen. But if you offer it up to the universe, you will be surprised, right? This course will show up out of nowhere or you'll bump into your person in the grocery store, but you thought you were supposed to meet them on hinge, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's really beautiful and powerful that way. So 
you know, let the universe do the work, let it bring you, bring you the opportunities um, to you and you get to rest and play. And that's often when things get manifested. It's when you are in ease and in trust and just enjoying your life because joy also attracts more joy. So that's so cool. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite the journey. And we are coming to the end of the podcast here. I'm so sad because I feel like I could talk to you forever. But before we end off, uh, could you share your social handles and where everyone can find you online? Yeah, for sure. And this might be a bit confusing in terms of um, my social handles because my social handles are my birth name and Arya Yaguarete is the name that I've stepped into recently, but I'll spell it out. So it's Maria Juswin, so M-A-R-I-A-J-U-Z-W-I-N.com or pretty much on all social platforms. You can find me there with this, with the same handle. And yeah, I'm more than happy to support you. If we cross paths, send me a message. I have some awesome free resources on my website too and shifting your pain into possibility. And I absolutely love this work, love helping people transform their lives. And it's been so awesome talking to you, Jacqueline. (laughs) Amazing. I've had such a good time chatting with you too. I'll make sure to include all your links and everything in the description, but it's, it's definitely been such a joy connecting today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I had a really great time. (laughs) 